1: Palmabet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers, this FIFA World Cup. With great odds, great promos, and
0: same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers help, call one eight hundred eight five eight Minus four over where you are. Yeah, minus four wow. Celsius. So, you know, no, you know, our minus four, that's absolutely miserable. But your minus four, yeah, it's chilly. It's pretty cold, uh Thankfully the wind isn't blowing too bad and the sun is out. So it actually looks warm outside until you actually get out in it.
1: <laughs> it sounds a bit like Melbourne. That usually what that's usually what happens here. It's sunny and then it rains and then it's cold right. and then it's warm and then everyone gets sick.
0: Right. Exactly. That that's kind of the way it is here. Now, uh I, I can you know, I complain about the weather here, you know, being cold. I, it could be worse. I could be in Buffalo right now.
1: <laughs> yes, they they are copping it with the snow over there, aren't they? The game obviously <laughs> between the uh, the Bills and the uh, who are they playing? The Browns. Is it the Browns that's been mm-hmm. moved to Detroit?
0: Uh, yeah, moved to Detroit. Now the the only problem is, uh, I'm not totally sure the Bills are going to be able to get to Detroit. Oh, is that really the case? Because wow. They, they, uh there's been a travel ban put in place in, in parts of Buffalo uh, where you literally cannot go anywhere. And if you try to go anywhere, you couldn't because uh, the roads are so snow-covered. Wow. Um, yeah. It, 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 you know it's bad when the snowplows are getting stuck. Oh,
1: the snowplows are getting stuck. That should stuck. be your first clue. Oh, wow. So good luck if you're trying to drive.
0: Yeah, uh but yeah, the the Bills were supposed to leave for leave for uh Detroit this uh sometime this afternoon. Uh they're trying to get everybody to the airport to maybe get a flight out of there. So I don't know what's gonna happen with this game. It's scheduled to be played at one PM US Eastern time tomorrow. So we're talking about 28 hours from now, but God. the snow has not let up. They have had five. The last reports from from Orchard Park, which is where the uh, the Bills actually play their games at, they've had five and a half feet Ugh. of snow as of the last the last report I saw uh, late last night. That number has to have gone up because it hasn't stopped snowing. Sounds
1: like a logistical nightmare from a Buffalo point of view. Oh, Sheesh. Yeah. It,
0: and the fu- the funny thing is, that they, I saw uh, a, a couple of pictures yesterday. Uh, the, uh, the Bills Stadium, Highmark Stadium, saw a picture of it absolutely covered in snow. The snow so deep on the field, you cannot tell where the stands end and the field begin.
1: Oh, hell. Wow. That's how much snow
0: there is. Holy moly. Right next to that picture, there was another picture uh, of the University of Buffalo Stadium their football stadium, barely any snow on it, maybe an inch or two in spots on this field. That is how crazy this lake effect snow stuff is. That's how localized it is because Orchard Park has just been getting buried. Orchard Park, which is on the south side of Buffalo, the University of Buffalo Stadium is on the north side of Buffalo. They'd hardly gotten hit at all. Wow. So it really is
1: isolated and localized, isn't it? That's incredible.
0: It- yeah, it, it, it's it's the freak occurrence of lake effect snow, and, and the the worst parts hit this really really localized area. But when it where it hits, it it hits with the force of Mike Tyson's punch <laughs> in his prime.
1: Oh wow, sheesh! There we go. All right, so that game at risk of actually not going ahead if if that's the case. Uh, okay, all right, we'll we'll definitely yeah, keep. I, we'll I don't keep know tabs what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, we'll keep, we'll have to yeah, keep tabs on that. Because I, I, you know, originally, you know, a lot of the time, whenever you have a a game that's affected by weather, you could maybe move it to Monday night, make Monday night kind of a doubleheader night. Uh, that's not an option for for this game because the Bills play in Detroit against the Lions in the first window on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day okay so you you can't move the game to monday because you can't have a team playing with two days of rest yeah it's marginal playing on three days
1: correct yeah oh absolutely absolutely definitely all right well that game's up in arms and we don't know exactly what's going to happen there so we just have to wait wait and see uh ed our uh one of our family here on the uh on the overnight crowd uh, he's asking you a couple of questions uh chris he said he couldn't. He couldn't care less about your views on the soccer. He doesn't care one iota about the the world game. So we know that. <laughs> so, but I'm okay. going to ask for your opinion about uh, the US uh, US national uh, football team uh, in a couple of minutes time. But he wants to ask. He's got a couple of questions for you. He said, can he pass Jenny Wallace and top the NFL fantasy league here for the overnight crowd? And what is going wrong with his Browns?
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> I I don't know. I the Browns they they have definitely underachieved this year. Uh they they've got a great running game. Their their receivers uh they they've just had so many issues and some of it's bad luck and part of it is uh they they've run up against some really good teams like last week Miami. Miami is just such a good team. Uh, offensively and they they can basically move the ball at will. So uh yeah, the Browns they're they're kind of yeah, they're kind of stuck right now. Uh now a positive if you can call it that. Mm-hmm. This is week eleven. Uh and you you know uh they're they're actually getting their, their high priced, high value quarterback uh back from suspension in two weeks. Deshaun Watson's suspension; um, he's uh, eligible to play again Week 13 against Houston. So we'll 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 get a kind of a preview uh, of what the Browns will look like in 2023 with maybe with Deshaun Watson at quarterback starting in Week 13. Okay. Nice, yeah, maybe we get a glimpse into the future,
1: okay, beautiful, very good, very good uh all right well let's let's get on to uh your u s boys they're uh, they've obviously headed over to Qatar to compete in this uh in this FIFA world Cup, and I did see you've set up your fantasy league team, so bravo to you, good stuff uh you showed me your team as well last night, so um hopefully my suggestion there of maybe getting Lewandowski on the field might uh might have swung you that way did i did I convince you
0: uh I, I, you know, honestly, I've got to look it up. I've got to look it up again. Go. I don't remember my team. have hand. a look.
1: Have a look. Get Lewandowski on your field, and uh, you'll be right up there, I reckon. But uh, yeah, your, your yeah, boys uh, heading over to Qatar. How, how do you rate your boys' chances? I, I honestly, and with all due respect, I honestly think you've got none to get out the group stage. But you, you just never know at these international
0: tournaments. You have you you don't think we have a chance? No, nah, I just I, get out of the group.
1: No, nah, I don't think so. I think England. I think England and Wales for for my. But look, it, it'll be a tight tussle. I just think I just think with Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, they're just two class quality players that can can get Wales over the line. And I think England will. It'll be a formality for England. I think in the group stage, and you, you'll be And don't underestimate Iran. Iran is a strong footballing nation.
0: Yeah, uh, and listen, we ran into Iran 24 years ago in, in France, 98, and they beat us 2-1. So uh, maybe a little measure of revenge we're looking for with, with Iran. The, the thing is, this, I think, is the best squad that the that the U.S. has sent okay. to the World Cup. Okay, I really honestly do think this is the best team we've sent to the World Cup since we, since we started going back to the World Cup in 1990. Mm-hmm. And the thing is we are we are very young. Our our core is is a very very young team um for for the USA. Uh, we've got, I'm, I'm pulling the roster up right now. I mean it's you've got
1: I mean the, the names that computer really st- will work.
0: the names that stand out for
1: me uh you know the, the two were obviously Christian Pulisic from Chelsea clearly mm-hmm. um Gio Reyna from from Borussia Dortmund Tim way from Lille um, you know he he's he, he can be a strong player there, and the other one, Tim Ream, of course from from Fulham, as well, uh, and Matt Turner mm-hmm. from Arsenal. Matt Turner obviously is the the second goalkeeper for Arsenal, uh, behind um, Aaron Ramsdale. Um, so so there are some there are some pretty decent names in in the lineup, but I think you just some maybe the youth and maybe that little bit of inexperience might just show at the top level. I mean, namely against England. England is a clear number one pick, obviously. Uh, but it's going to be a tight tussle mm-hmm. between the rest.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the roster I, uh, look at the ages on the roster. Uh, we got a couple of 19-year-olds. We got 21-year-old. Uh we got Joe Scully and uh, Yunus Musa, uh 19 years old. Uh both of them by the way playing in playing their club football in big five leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh Scully is or Scully he plays for uh, Bru- uh uh Gladbach in Germany. Yep. Uh, Moussa plays for Valencia. Uh, a lot of our guys, a lot, and a lot of our core are starting 11, our main starting 11. Most of them play some pretty decent minutes in big five leagues in Europe, which is something we haven't had before. But you know, 19 year olds making the roster. Uh, Brandon Aronson, he's 21, plays at Leeds, Jesus Ferreira. One of the American based players, he plays for FC Dallas at age 21. Pulisic is 24. Timothy Weah 22. Uh, you know, that's a lot of youth in this side, uh, but it's it's really good youth who, like I said, are playing major minutes, or some of them in, in some cases playing pretty major minutes in in big competitions. Uh, so they they're more experienced than their age might suggest but mm-hmm. i i i've been saying that we've been aiming everything that us soccer's been aiming for is aimed for 2026 when spot we're on. hosting the world spot cup spot on spot and, on and our guys mm-hmm. the the guys that play here whatever we get in 2022 is an absolute bonus and i think they're feeling with a couple of breaks a couple of little breaks in there can be a semifinal. <laughs> I really think they have enough talent if they catch a break or two that they can make a semifinal. You I f- think they're the second best team in the group. I think they are a better a better team than Wales is. Okay. Because Wales is pretty top heavy. Okay. Shut down Gareth Bale, you got a really decent shot. That's true, but that's it,
1: That's easier said than done, though. That's the problem.
0: Right. That, that <laughs> is exactly right. Uh, uh, shutting him down is not the easiest thing in the world, but uh, I, I think we're the second-best team on on paper in, in the group, and I don't think we're all that far behind England. Uh, I uh, Remember, uh, the U.S. played England 2010 in South Africa. Played them to a one-one draw when England was supposed to steamroll us. Yeah,
1: that's always the case okay? with
0: England in these World Cups, though. <laughs> exactly. So uh, there, there's an outside shot that that the U.S. could win the group like they did in 2010
1: oh, when they had England
0: in their group. Okay, interesting. So oh, I, yeah. don't don't discount us.
1: Okay. And, all right. And
0: like I said, they they're they're ceilings the semifinal, but the the core of this team with as young as they are, they're going to be hitting their prime in four years in 2026. If we have a nice run in this world cup, you gotta have them at least fourth or fifth favorite to win the world cup in 26.
1: I I think, I think you're spot on. And I, you took the words out of my mouth when you said all eyes are on 2026. And that's exactly what I think Mm -hmm. is going to, obviously the eyes are on this world cup, but I think they'll be looking at this and saying, as you said, whatever happens here is a bonus, uh, but our eyes are on uh, the home World Cup in four years' time, and really knuckling down some young talent that we can give experience to over the next sort of two and three years in the build-up to that tournament. Like like that, um, I don't look personally. I don't think they'll make it out of the group stage. But again, you just don't know these World Cups. They throw up. You know, they, there's always a surprise. There's always a team that always mm-hmm. lets you down, and there's always a team that exceeds expectations. So. Um, we'll have to wait and yep. see exactly what happens. But I just wanted to uh, just off the, fi- uh, away from the field. Um, and I'm going to open this up to the text machine. 0433 98 1116. Now Qatar's obviously banned alcohol at the, at the world cup at the stadiums and in and around the stadium. But I wanted <laughs> to get your thoughts on, um, I know like us, obviously you, you guys in America and us here in Australia, we like to, you know, it's sort of part of our culture to sit down, have a beer, watch sports, What's your favorite beverage if you have one to consume when you when you watch sports? It might not be alcoholic or anything like that, but it might not be a beer but what do you what do you like to do from a from a beverage perspective when you sit down and watch your sports?
0: Most of the time it's just soda i am a I'm a very light drinker now um the the fact that there's not going to be alcohol in the stadium in Qatar doesn't affect me at all because yeah exactly I can't remember the la- I can't remember the last time I bought a cold one. At a ball game because it's fifteen freaking yes. dollars. <laughs> Not cheap, but, is yeah. it? <laughs> uh, listen, if, if anybody is going to a ball game with with the express purpose of getting drunk, you got to take out a mortgage. Yeah, I know. that's very true. That's very
1: true. I got to. So I'll open it up to you guys on the text machine. Oh four three three. 98, 11, 16. and then after we're done Chris uh, in the final hour of the program from 3 to 4 I'll keep I'll keep the lines open 736 what's your favorite beverage to consume when watching sports it can be any drink I, you know what I like Chris I like having a cup of coffee or having a having a uh, a little a little um a takeaway cup of coffee when I go to the AFL I really enjoy it it's probably because at that mm-hmm. time of year the AFL is around in the cooler months uh here during the winter in melbourne and in australia but i, I enjoy having a cup of coffee and watching
0: sport i, I like it that's that's what i'm doing right now <laughs> listen back back when i when i was younger when i go to high school football games you know friday nights in the fall there was nothing better than um you know sitting in the stands or or in my case being there doing a ball game do actually calling the ball game mm. but having a cup of hot chocolate oh
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. love that a,
0: oh i love a, that <laughs> On a on a brisk thirty degree Fahrenheit night, uh, <laughs> where you know it, it it just you know it takes the chill away. You take a drink of of yes. uh, some fresh hot chocolate, love it. <laughs> it just warms you up, and you know and and you know gets gets the blood flow. It makes you feel pretty good. But yeah, sitting in the stands in some of these high school stadiums uh, around the country, uh, it, it's pretty exposed. Yeah, uh, you know, you're you're out in it. You're yeah. in the wind, and it and it just it just chills you sometimes. And, yeah, the the hot chocolate definitely helps. But, you know, coffee for this World Cup, especially uh, in Australia, and also here as well because a, a decent amount of the games are being played very early morning here.
1: Yes. our time. Yes.
0: So, you know, you want to wake up and, and watch a, a soccer game at 7 a.m., you better have some sort of caffeine with you to wake up. <laughs>
1: I'll be having plenty of it because I'll be covering it all for – for the SEN football Hub and, and can't wait to do it uh, uh it'll be t- tomorrow morning basically late tonight tomorrow morning is is when it all gets out yep. of the way and I'm uh man I'm'm I'm, I'm super super excited uh Chris we'll, we'll take a quick break and then after the break shall we get into some uh what do you want to talk about after the break hockey we've got some NBA Moondog in South morang has got a question for you as well um, which we'll get to after the break but uh let, let's set the agenda after the break shall we what, what do we want to have a chat about hockey and college ball you, you know and what? some NBA
0: let 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 let's let's just surprise people. Okay. Uh, let, let, we'll just have to let it flow. Uh, maybe start with the text and see where the conversation goes from there. But yeah, we've got college football today. Uh, kicks off in about two hours. Game day is on right now. Lovely. From of all places, Bozeman, Montana. They're doing game day up in Montana this morning. Okay,
1: there we go. There we go. Is that a bit of a surprise? Just like what we're going to surprise the people with.
0: Well, uh, listen, Montana, you know, going to Montana, Montana does not have um, FBS teams. Uh they have the second tier of college football, but they have their their in-state right. rivalry game today, Montana uh, against okay. Montana State. Okay. The, right, the, right, brawl, right. the the brawl in the wild or whatever it's called, but it it's a major in-state rivalry and, you know, even though it's a small state, there's a lot of passion up there for for this one particular football game. So, Game day goes to it. They they've gone to some strange places, off <laughs> off the wall places. They've gone to Division Three schools to host game day when they have a major rivalry game. That's so like they, they don't discriminate. Just just you know uh, uh, you know play favorites with the big schools. They'll go <laughs> to schools you've never heard of before.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like here in Australia, you've got it's all or in England, like a Premier League. You've got Premier League Championship, and then league 1 mm-hmm. it would be like them going to a league 1 game or it would be like us going to not a VFL game but but a but a strong suburban game. I don't think there's
0: anything wrong right. with that though. That's okay. No abs- absolutely <laughs> not. But yeah, yeah, game day going to a division 3 game that's like going to a league 2 game or a conference game
1: in England. <laughs> Love
0: it. That's the equivalent.
1: There we go. All right, uh, Chris, we'll take a break here on the Overnight Crowd and we'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to the Overnight Crowd here on SGN your home of sport. Ah, yes, it is indeed the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani here in the SEN studios with you. We're going up to 4 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time, an extra hour on the overnight crowd just for you guys in the audience tonight. Uh, we're joined, uh, of course, by Chris Perkins on the line. But just before we get back to our man in the USA, a quick little score update if you are just joining us. Australia, 54, New Zealand, 4 in the Women's Rugby League World Cup final. Well done to our girls in green and gold over there uh, at Old Trafford. A fantastic job belting New Zealand in the World Cup final. Glorious stuff by our girls. It was a, a bit set up by a big first half 20-0 to zero at halftime, and it was pretty much sayonara after half halftime. Uh, Australia coming down to win by 50 points. And in about half an hour's time, we're going to get underway in the men's Rugby League World Cup final from Old Trafford between Australia and Samoa. So hopefully our men can bring up a match-to-match final double victory for us in the green and gold. But uh, waiting patiently on the line and uh, joining us, as he always does, from over in the US. We had a big chat about uh the USA's chances coming into the FIFA World Cup it's Chris Perkins from over in the states uh Chris well i asked you a question before we uh before we went to um the break about uh what you like to your, your beverage of of choice when you watch sports and uh, moon dog from south morang has said he likes peppermint tea with lemon
0: and a custard tart okay no, that that's not typical but Hey, I I if you like it whatever works. I'm vibing a peppermint tea with it, a
1: custard tart. I'm really vibing
0: that. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not a big tea guy. Uh well, not not a big flavored tea guy. You know, peppermint tea, nah, I, I I I'm southern. I I'm, I'm very southern in that regard. I I'm I'm an unsweet iced tea with lemon. Aha. That's how I like my tea. I don't I don't like warm tea. I like iced tea. Nice. Nice. Beautiful, But it's got to be unsweet. It has to have lemon. i got to have the squeeze of lemon in there. Okay. Love it. Love it. Uh, 98
1: 1116. Send in uh, on the text machine what your favorite beverage uh, is to have when you're watching sports. Just given that we've had an alcohol ban in Qatar. Thought it might be pertinent to, to ask that uh, particular question to our audience in the overnight crowd.
0: Oh, good. Oh. Couple of things, real quick. Uh, oh yes, go. Saw, saw some unique with with all the snow they had in Buffalo. Yes. Uh, I, I saw some uh, a lot of great pictures um, yesterday. Uh, saw saw somebody who opened their front door and you saw all the snow piled up, but they had beer cans and beer bottles stuck in the snow, keeping everything cold. <laughs> I'm like, what a great idea! <laughs> That's you got a very seven, smart. You got a six foot. You got a you know, five foot snow drift at your front door. Why not use it? Exactly, exactly. You know, Functional. You, if, you, <laughs> if you if you stocked up on beer for the Bills game, you know maybe your fridge isn't big enough to hold it. Hold all of it. Just stick it out there in the snow and just you know open the front door. There you go. You got your 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 extra beer storage. But I was also seeing people measuring the depth of snow by beer cans. <laughs>
1: there you go there you go so it's... one picture
0: it, it was nine cans deep <laughs> oh wow <laughs> in some
1: place sheesh <laughs> i love it that's fantastic uh, you've got to come up with functional use for the cans measuring snow is one absolutely. of them yes, uh, absolutely
0: yes yeah, absolutely i think it was nine cans of that they were using <laughs> okay right how
1: many mils is that or is that <laughs> like what is it like 500 mils or what are they
0: e yeah, something like that 400 okay. 500 mil. Okay yeah yeah uh, yeah. Uh yes, but yeah but yeah, 9 can's deep uh uh that's that's a lot of snow. That is
1: a lot of snow. <laughs> that is a lot of snow. Um all right, well let's uh let's get into uh I reckon you know what? We didn't give any of our Saint, we didn't give our St. Louis Blues much love the other day. Um we ran no. out of time, but I mean, look, playing the Anaheim Ducks today and Hey, the Saint Louis Blues—they're making a bit of a run, and at the moment, eight and eight uh, have won five in a row. They've got, uh, I think, as it currently stands, they do—they have the best current winning streak in the Western Conference.
0: Uh, yeah, they do actually. Uh, five, five in a row. Uh, second longest streak in in hockey right now behind New Jersey. New Jersey. 11 straight wins. They're 14 and three. They, they are flying right now. The, the New Jersey devils are and, and good for them because this is a team that's really been mired toward the bottom of the league for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've been in a rebuild. It looks like it's taken for the New Jersey devils. Uh, at, at almost the quarter point of the season, For New Jersey, fourteen and three, one of the best records in hockey. So good for them. But yeah, uh, yeah, the they're kind of like the Blues right now. They're they're kind of like Will Ferrell in old school. They like streaking. <laughs> love it. I
1: love it. Hopefully, Whether it's a losing streak no, or a winning I don't, streak, no it losing streaks. Let's go and streaking. Okay, I like it. I like it. I don't want losing streaks. I just want this winning streak to keep up because I've adopted the St. Louis Blues as my team now in the hockey, given that obviously they share the yep. same colour and name as my Carlton Blues here in uh here in Melbourne. But uh uh against Anaheim, uh, I'm just looking at look, the Ducks five and eleven in the Pacific division and last uh with uh what are they mm-hmm. scored points wise? Eleven points. Um Yep. Should this be uh should this be a lockaway game for the Blues? I mean, it's one, two, three, three games. Uh it's a three game home stretch at the moment, which they're part of. have won the first against the Capitals five four. But uh this is uh this is the game right in the middle of the sandwich.
0: Yeah, I, and on paper this absolutely should be a blues win, which is why I'm worried because I've got 35 years of watching this team, and no matter how good the team is, they always at times seem to play down to the level of their competition. This sounds exactly
1: like my Carlton Blues down here in Melbourne. It sounds like a carbon copy of it,
0: Chris. Yeah, I, I I get scared with the these games. And, and Anaheim you know, they're not just bottom of the Pacific. They're bottom of the league at eleven points. They they're not a good hockey team. The Blues should wipe the the ice with them. That I, I could totally see this going to overtime and the blues losing. Or or, you know, even losing in regulation. Don't I don't say it that happen. They, don't say that. Play, they've been playing I, I'm trying to hold down expectations, okay? Because, I you know, like I said, I've been a Blues fan 35-plus years. I I have had my heart broken <laughs> by the St. Louis Blues more than any team in in my life, okay? There, there have been years where the Blues have been great, thought they were going to win the Stanley Cup, crashed out in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, I I have had my heart ripped out and shown to me while it's still beating, <laughs> and then thrown on the floor and stomped off by the St. Louis Blues. It, it is a constant thing, but I keep coming back to them because of 2019. Yes, because I because of a moment like 2019 when you win your first Stanley Cup. All right, I I keep coming back to them, but. Tonight hopefully, you know, the Blues will will keep the winning streak going, beat Anaheim comfortably and you know, be be above five hundred. I and mean, right now with this winning streak, they're back to within six points of Dallas at the top of the central. They're sitting middle of the central right now, fifth place. So they're they're doing fine. Yeah. Uh, just you just want to see him keep the winning rolling and don't slip up against these teams. You should
1: beat comfortably. Exactly right. I think this is this is the four one eighty here. You were you were trying to get me to relax with uh, Dallas against the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> now I think I'm getting you to relax with St. Louis against the um, against the Anaheim Ducks. So look, as you said, on paper should be a win for the Blues, but absolutely. You know, you just don't know, but I think the 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 record that they've shown in the last couple of matches, obviously going on this five game winning streak, um, you know, and then the home fans behind them as well. Uh, hopefully, it should it should be it should be six in a row, and then you move on, and then hopefully you can bank another home victory as well, and then whatever happens from there, we just just go on and and try to keep the winning momentum going because that's all you can really do.
0: Yep, 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 yeah, and, and so much of so much of sport, but certainly hockey, it, it is about momentum. It is about that confidence building. You know, three, you know, four years ago when they when the Blues went on that Stanley Cup run, they were bottom of the league January first. Mm-hmm. They had no business being in the playoffs, let alone making a Stanley Cup run. But they went on a streak and they kept it rolling for five months. Yeah. Okay. And I- that
1: that could happen in hockey. I think the the big thing that you focused on as well, and I know it was. I mean, I think you were spot on with this, so you can give yourself another pat on the back. But Jordan Binnington being in against uh, was it? I think it was for the Chicago game where St. Louis won five two mm-hmm. on the Thursday. Now, uh, in the was in the playoffs last year, he didn't play against Chicago, and that was what you think sort of cost uh, St. Louis last season. Now he plays, and you, you were spot on with it. You were absolutely spot on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was against Colorado back earlier. Uh, this against Colorado, yes. To, yes, that's Denver right. Denver Monday night. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, Bennington being out for that for the back half of that series against Colorado. He plays that series. Colorado, I don't think they lift the banner. I, I don't think they lift the cup. They don't have a banner in the rafters Because Bennington was absolutely on fire against Colorado. And then he got hurt, and... The wheels kinda of fell off the wagon at that point for the Blues. The avalanche went on won the series. But no, I mean Bennington's played great. I mean, Alex Grice played uh Thursday night against uh Washington, mm-hmm. played decent, uh uh gave up four goals though in the, in, a, in a game that shouldn't have gotten to overtime, but he bailed him out in the shootout, made some good saves in the shootout. Uh to keep the blues headed before they 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 won it And I think it was the sixth round of the shootout. Um
1: on is, Thursday night is um is Bennington uh was did he miss the game because he was just swapped out for uh just the rest? Is it like a, a ro- just a roster swap or is he is he
0: hurt? No, he's not. Hurry! They were playing back to back. They'd played Wednesday okay, night right. and turned around and played the next night. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, against yes. Washington. Yeah. So plus, plus with the travel because they played in Chicago on Wednesday night, then flew straight home, played the played Thursday night against Washington. So just give Bennington some rest. Throw Grice in, uh, in into the net because they were playing on consecutive nights. And you know he did the job a backup goal he's supposed to do. Uh, you're you're there for a reason you're you're there to spell the main guy when he needs a rest mm-hmm. and he he did his job and he got a w that's all you can ask
1: yep that's exactly right uh saint louis blues uh the line here uh they're the minus one point five favorite with uh us here with our bookies at the moment a dollar forty six is the other odds for the St. Louis Blues in this game against Anaheim? So minus one point five favorites at around about the even money.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's the way, that's the way they do it in hockey. Uh, the the standard line is always a goal and a half, yep, uh, one and a half goals. Uh, so they'll they'll set that line, and that's usually a hard line, mm-hmm. and, and then you'll have the odds fluctuate. Uh, based off of that, yeah. So, so Anaheim, like, like for example. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm An- pulling it, pulling up the the book right now. Uh, yeah. uh Fanduel right now. Uh, yeah, Blues are a, a one and a half, uh, one and a half goal favorites. So, if the you bet on the Blues minus one point five, if they wind up winning by two goals, right now, that that price that that line is paying two dollars twelve. Correct. Yep. Okay. Now, if you take Anaheim at plus 1.5, uh, the I have the American listed odds here. They're minus 138. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're getting less than than two dollars. Correct. Which
1: over here it's, it's a dollar dollar seventy two over here is what we have.
0: Okay. Yeah. That that's yeah. That's about minus 138. But yeah. uh, if you just if you're just picking a winner, if you take Anaheim uh, on FanDuel, they're two dollars eighty four to win the game the blues are listed as a minus two twenty five, which I think is like under is like a dollar 40. That sounds about right.
1: Yep. Yep. Spot on. All right. So St. Louis favorites there to, to win that game. And hopefully they can uh, get ahead of that uh, uh, uh marker. Um, now we've got some yep. college ball, uh, but we'll just get to a quick break, Chris, cause I've got to take these. Uh, we've got to take these breaks. You know, we, we have to take these breaks, of course, as, as, yep. as you know, uh, but after the break, shall we get into some uh, some college ball that uh, that you wanted to go over Absolutely. for this weekend?
0: Yep, uh, because we got we got kickoffs
1: in eighty minutes. Correct. Yep. Spot on. Spot on. All right, we'll go get into some college ball with uh, Chris Perkins, our US sports correspondent, right after this break. You're listening to the Overnight Crowd here on SEN, your home of sports. Send in your text as well. Oh four three three ninety eight eleven sixteen. What's your favorite beverage to consume? While you watch sport, obviously there's been an alcohol ban in Qatar. You can't drink. Uh, you can't drink any beer or alcohol in the stadiums at the World Cup or around the stadiums for that matter as well. But uh, those of you in the overnight crowd audience, 043-398-1116, what's your favourite beverage to drink while you watch sport? We'll be back right after this. Yes, welcome back to the Overnight Crowd here on SEN, your home of sport crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani here in the studio with you. Well, we were supposed to go up to uh, 4 a.m. here on the, uh, the Overnight Crowd, but... Uh, we're only going to be going to 3 a.m., unfortunately. So we've got uh, five minutes to, to wrap it all up. Uh, apologies for those who have been uh, have been tuning in. We're expecting a, a final hour. We're only going to be going up to 3 a.m., so five minutes to go here on the Overnight Crowd. And uh, we're going to get a quick little wrap-up uh, of College Ball, which is coming up in around about 70 minutes' time from our man over in the U.S., Mr. Chris Perkins. Sorry to break your heart, mate. I know you probably wanted to listen to me for another hour, but it's only going to be another yeah. five minutes. <laughs>
0: Uh, that, that's all right uh i'll i'll get by i've got ah. football actually we've got it we have a game kicking off in 10 minutes okay okay number tw number 20 uh central florida they're hosting the naval academy down in orlando and, and they're kicking that off 11 a.m eastern time down there so uh yeah the student section it may not be all that great uh, today, uh, of course, they, maybe they just continue, kept the drinking going all night <laughs> and, and taking it all the way to kickoff. Uh, same thing down at Baylor. they they got a big game down in Waco today. Uh, number four, TCU is playing at Baylor. That game kicks off 11 a.m. local time. So uh, that's an hour and 10 minutes from now. So, uh, you know, big games going early in the schedule today. Number three, Michigan kicks off at the same time at home against Illinois.
1: Very nice. Very nice. All right. Um, okay. All right. Now, Georgia plays this weekend as well. And then what do we have next week? Do we, is it the big rival games that happen next week? Is that
0: right? Yeah, a lot of huge okay. rivalry games. The biggest one, of course, will be in Columbus. It'll be Michigan and Ohio State. It it, it should be massive. Illinois or Michigan and Ohio State, they're both heavy favorites today in their games uh, against Illinois and Maryland, okay, but you know, so they're probably both going to be eleven and zero, ranked in the top three in the football in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, so it'll be a massive game. It's a huge game when they're both bad, okay. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Yes. Ramp it up a thousand times when they're com- competing for a national title. It's very similar to the way it was last year for the game at the Big House up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Which Michigan ultimately wound up winning, went on won the Big Ten championship, got into the into the college football playoff. Ohio State's looking for some for for some major payback. But yeah, next week's the big rivalry games. Uh, they've got the Egg Bowl Thanksgiving night down in Mississippi between Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and they call it the Egg Bowl because they get it the the winner of that game gets a trophy. The top of it looks like a nineteen twenties football, which actually looks more like an egg. <laughs> That's why they call it the egg bowl.
1: I love it. How do you like your eggs scrambled, poached, or uh, or fried? Uh, give
0: me a, give me an omelette.
1: Oh, omelette. Okay, vibing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah yeah.
0: Give me give me a good give me a good Denver omelet, ham, cheese, onion, some green pepper. Nice. Throw in some jalapeno as well. Lo- oh. I like a little spice with it.
1: Beautiful. I like that. Even you know what we usually do if we do the eggs, mate? Little bit of little bit of the, the um the pasta sauce. Like we call it the sorgo. It's the sorgo in Italian. The pasta sauce, you put that in a pan with okay. some eggs like an omelette, bit of onion, chuck okay. a bit of oregano and some rosemary on there. <sniffs> Chef's kiss.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I like a little. I like good spice. Give me give me some salsa. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Love a bit
1: of salsa. Yeah, yeah, love a bit yeah, of salsa.
0: Yeah, give give me a little South of the border kick. <laughs> love it uh, for 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 my eggs for my omelets. Love I, I love love a little kick with my breakfast food. Super
1: stuff.
0: But but yeah, all sorts of rivalry games. A lot of in state games. A lot of border rivalry games. You got the Apple Cup up in Washington you got what they call used to call the civil war in Oregon between Oregon and Oregon state. I don't know what they call it anymore, mm-hmm. but you can't call it the civil war anymore. Okay. Uh, you've got the iron ball, Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Florida state, Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, all those are in state games, but yeah, next week's the big rivalry weekend in, in college football.
1: Love it. Absolutely. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Chris, we're going to have to wrap it up there, mate. Super stuff as always on, uh, on the overnight crowd. And, uh, We'll, uh, we'll chat to you on overnights throughout the World Cup, mate. Looking forward to it, man.
0: All right, sounds good. Yeah,
1: 24 hours, Qatar and Ecuador kick it off. Bang, cannot wait. It's going to be live on the SCN Airwaves as well. Chris Perkins joining us from over in the U.S., as he always does on the final hour here of the Overnight Crowd. Well, we were initially going to go up to 4 a.m., but uh, we've been pulled back at uh, 3 a.m. We're about to wrap it up here on the Overnight Crowd. Make sure, if you haven't done it already, uh, get to the Overnight Crowd FIFA World Cup Fantasy League. The code in capital letters, A-M-I-C-V-W-2-1. Log into that. Australia victorious in the Rugby League. Women's World Cup final, 54-4 over New Zealand. About to get underway in the men's final between Australia versus Samoa. That's the Overnight Crowd for another night tonight on the SEN Airwaves. Look forward to bringing you all the World Cup coverage tomorrow.